When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're a really dull class. <laughs> okay, I think I need to explain what's going on there, don't I? I will. Okay, it's uh, 509. Good morning, San Antonio. Trey Ware here on KTSA with your KTSA uh, morning news. And uh, here's what we do is we go through the news stories. I give you a little commentary on the news. We cover the traffic, the weather, everything that's going on so you can start your day off. And then at 7 o'clock we start full-on commentary with Ware and Rima. And thanks for listening. We got the radio ratings. Things are looking good. Appreciate it so much. So, um... Chris, can you put your fingers on that again? So, you know, anytime... We, we've talked about how Joe Biden is a plagiar, plagiarist. And he actually, Joe Biden actually had to, uh, at one time quit the presidential race back in 1988 because he had plagiarized a bunch of stuff and he got caught and he plagiarizes all the time. I mean, I, 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 you hear him say stuff all the time. You go, Hey, I heard that before. And so, uh, anyway, he tried to do that yesterday by trying to plagiarize, uh, Ronald Reagan when Ronald Reagan spoke to the Coast Guard. And, of course, Ronald Reagan was the master of speaking, right? You couldn't do it better than him. It was impossible. So he delivered the line perfectly when he delivered the line. Well, Joe Biden decided he was going to plagiarize Ronald Reagan and steal the line. So Joe Biden did it yesterday, and he flubbed the whole thing. Well, the Coast Guard uh, graduates, this is their 2021 class, are just sitting there looking at him like, um, okay, are we supposed to clap or laugh or what do we do? And uh, he leans over and says what he says about the sun gets do you what's good you know go ahead listen to this my coast guard aides have been excellent one of them taught me that and i quote the coast guard is that hard nucleus about which the navy forms in time of war (laughs) now you hear the response to reagan that you will enjoy educating your family about how the coast guard is quote the hard nucleus around the navy forms in times of war you are quite, you're a really dull class. <laughs> you're really a dull class because they were just sitting there. You know, Joe, maybe they're just not into you like the rest of the country. That's a possibility. They're just not into you, man. And he made them laugh. He made, he, he made them clap. Of course, he's the commander in chief, so he can order him to do that or they don't get their job. You know, that kind of thing. So anyway, uh, it's a mile a minute with this guy, boy. Okay. One of the things I did today, I did some backgrounding on this UFO report that we expect on June 1st, and I I put it up on a video on my page, KTSA.com, and on the KTSA Facebook page, and on my Facebook page as well, because I'm just curious. I I ask you a couple of questions in the video um, and and get you to comment on the video, but I'm doing some backgrounding in this video about the june 1st expectation right and what could be coming with this report or not bottom line is a lot of us just simply don't know and the military speaking of the military speaking of the coast guard speaking of the navy i mean they see this stuff all the time but they have no clue so anyway check out the video trayware page ktsa.com and really comment on it it's not political at all there's nothing political about it it's just one of those what's going on with this 
type of deals. Um, I remember back, you know, years ago, Art Bell, I don't know if you ever listened to him on the All Night Show, uh, Coast to Coast, and he used to do, and I think George Norrie's still doing the show, I don't get to hear it now, but he used to do a lot of UFO stuff and uh, extraterrestrial and unknown stuff. He would talk to Satan and, you know, all that kind of stuff. He was a grand theatrix uh, major. He was great at it. I mean, he knew how to do theater of the mind. Here I am in the desert of Nevada, you know, kind of things. Really good at what he did. But people kind of discounted the whole UFO thing, right? They did for years. And I knew people over the years would tell me, hey, no, I've seen them, man. I've been there. One lady that I used to work with here at KTSA, she swore up and down that she actually went on a trip with them. And she wasn't goofy. I mean, she was uh, a sane person. And she said, no, I went. And um, I don't remember everything about it. You know, my memory has been blocked on a lot of the stuff, but I went on a trip with them. I said, what? What are you talking about? And she laid it all out, you know. But everybody at that time, that was back in the 80s, they went, ah, you nutbird, you know, that kind of thing. My parents, when they were young and in love and in high school, they were out, you know, late at night one night after being at a, at a dance that my dad was hosting, and uh, they said, well, we saw one. We saw one come right across the sky, and there's nothing else that, and my dad was a pilot, his li- lifetime pilot, so there's nothing else that would describe what we saw in the sky. There's nothing. It was a UFO. Now, they never said it was from an alien spacecraft or something. It could have been our own guys testing some sort of technology back in 1957. But uh, a lot of times back in the 1950s, people saw them and they were like, oh, the movies, uh, the green Martian men, you know, uh, flying purple people leader, that's all getting to your head. Well, now our military's seen a bunch of stuff that they can't explain. Anyway, it's going to be a video. Check it out. Uh, Greg Abbott has uh, sided with life. The heartbeat bill is now law in the state of Texas. It takes effect in September. And the left-wing news agencies in Texas are going nuts about this. I'll explain all that coming up for you. The House passes the bill to establish a commission to look at uh, January 6th, and we'll explain some of that for you as well. And House Intel Republicans say significant circumstantial evidence of COVID Wuhan lab leak is now available. Will there be... Uh, an all-out investigation into the origins of COVID-19. I bet not. I'll explain that coming up as well. San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Because you've achieved something few others can claim. You survived our day and bill at night. You made it through swab summer. And they weren't laughing. <laughs> He's trying to get them to laugh. You know what it reminded me of? Everybody knows this, right? Jeb Bush, please clap. Yeah. This, it, it was, it, it's super embarrassing. And here's why I say it's super embarrassing. And I, it, I don't think that Joe is embarrassed. Maybe he is. I don't know. Uh, maybe a little bit because he did say, man, y'all are a dull bunch. Come on, laugh, clap, whatever. But, uh, again, this is just emblematic. He is the president. He's got the title anyway. He's not the acting president, but he's got the title. And our, our enemies look at this, right? And they laugh because they know he's completely fossilized and impotent. They know that when they look at him. So when he goes and speaks to people who he has direct command over and they just look at him stone-faced after he cracks a joke, they go, you know, Vladimir Putin's looking over there going, look at that, that's funny. (laughs) You know, it's just the the way it is. He represents the United States, and he's a major embarrassment for our country. Major embarrassment for our country. Greg Abbott is not an embarrassment for the state of Texas. Greg Abbott has been doing some great things for the state of Texas and for the people of the state of Texas, like 
getting us off the crack of three hundred extra dollars a week. It's nothing but crack is all it is, and he's getting you off of it. He is getting the state of Texas off of that crack. He uh, rescinded the face mask order back in March. He took a bold gamble in the face of the president of the United States, saying he was a Neanderthal and calling the rest of us in Texas that believed in the same thing a Neanderthals. And look how it turned out in the face of his competition. Say, you know, I'm talking about the Democrats of Texas saying he's a murderer, calling him a murderer, that he's murdering people. He did it anyway. He carried forward with it. And yesterday, he signed into law a bill that will save untold millions of lives, untold millions of lives. And it is crafted in such a creative way that the Democrats cannot fund Planned Parenthood to turn around and sue to stop the law, which is exactly what typically happens. Planned Parenthood funds the Democrats. The Democrats fund Planned Parenthood. Planned Parenthood turns around and sues those who are conservatives and who have beliefs of pro-life. That's how it works. So what the, what the governor signed yesterday was the fetal heartbeat bill. So right around six weeks, if, if a uh, woman finds out that she's pregnant, the uh, doctor has to do a check on a sonogram uh, or other technology to see if there's a fetal heartbeat. If he or she detects a heartbeat, they cannot perform an abortion. That means that is a human being. Now, I believe that's a human being and was a human being from the foundation of the earth. Before the earth was formed, you were a human being in God's mind and in God's heart. That's what my Bible tells me. But a lot of people just pick and choose what they want to believe out of the Bible. I don't. I believe the Bible. So when it says in there that you were known before and you were a created being before the foundation of the earth, I believe that. But I'll take this. This is certainly a step in the right direction where it says if you detect a fetal heartbeat, you cannot perform that abortion. And if you do or if you're responsible in any way for that abortion being formed, in other words, you drive the car or you pay for it or whatever, you can be sued. You can be sued for that. And here's what's cool about that you can be sued part. The Attorney General of the State of Texas is not the one that is enforcing this. See, typically how this would work is that this bill would be turned into a law. Planned Parenthood would get ticked because they make a ton of money off of abortion. That's a huge crop for them, a huge moneymaker. And the abortion doctors, this is huge for them. It's a big moneymaker for them, right? They have no soul. They don't care that this is a human life that they're snuffing out. That So they just carry on with it, and they make a ton of money off the abortion industry. It's huge. It is a huge moneymaker and almost all profit. The cost of performing an abortion is extremely low. It's almost all profit. So they sue any time anybody tries to get in the way of abortion. I'm telling you, on a federal level, that's what this court, Supreme Court packing thing is all about. The Supreme Court is going to hear R.V. Wade. And they, the Democrats want to pack the court before they hear it. That's what it's about. It's not about anything else. Their number one thing is the abortion industry. And they want to pack the Supreme Court so R.V. Wade is not overturned. And so here in Texas, they come up with this law and says, no, the people who actually enforce this law are the other people in the lives of those who are being directly affected by this. So a doctor can be sued, or the guy driving the car, taking his girlfriend who he has shamed into getting an abortion, taking her, and and all of those kind of things. They're the ones who are getting sued. So Planned Parenthood right now cannot sue the Attorney General. (laughs) 
<laughs> Planned Parenthood has to wait to get sued, and then they've got to answer the suit. That's super creative. They can't be proactive and challenge the bill. They can't challenge the law. They have to wait until there's a lawsuit filed against them, and then and then they can defend themselves in court, but they can't cha- challenge the law. It's great. It, it, the way that they formed this thing and wrote this thing is just absolutely brilliant. Creativity at its best to protect the law, because you know how the left wing works. They're fu- well funded by taxpayer dollars. And so they just turn around and they, they, they challenge these laws until it gets to a liberal court, the Ninth Circuit or whatever, a district court somewhere that they get it placed in that's, that's liberal, and then they get rid of the law. Well, the way this one was written, you're not going to get rid of it because the enforcement is not on the attorney general. The enforcement is a lawsuit. And when Planned Parenthood ends up getting sued, then they can answer the lawsuit. This is great. That's a baby. That's a baby. And uh, I saw on Spectrum News yesterday, which is very far far left-wing newscast, uh, when they reported this, the anchor said, so tell us, reporter so-and-so in Austin, what does the uh, pro-choice movement think about this? You know, that kind of thing. And she interviewed only pro-choice, uh, pro-abortion people, doctors that perform untold abortions every week. And so this is a huge moneymaker drying up for them. And she talked to a young woman that had an abortion, and she didn't care. She didn't care that she had an abortion. It was just like, so what, you know? It's like going and getting a pimple removed. It really was to her. And uh, th- this whole thing is just, uh, you know, unconscionable when you think about what they do every day in, in snuffing out life in the abortion industry. And these are babies. These are human beings that have a, you know, that deserve a life. Oh, well, what about the life of the mother? Well, there's carve-outs in the law for that. If she's in danger, then it's okay to carry it on. You knew that there would be. That the doctor has to write up a medical emergency and if it exists, medical emergency, and specifies the woman's medical condition requiring the abortion. And if that's the case, then they can carry on with the abortion. Good enough for me, man. Good enough for me. The House passes a bill to establish a commission to investigate January 6th attack on Capitol. It doesn't seem that it's going to have a chance to pass over in the Senate. It's all about the midterms and about 2024. This is about the Democrats putting together their hit sheet for the midterms next year and about 2024, should Donald Trump or whoever he backs decides to run for president, then they can go back to this and say, look, though, he caused an insurrection. They tore apart the Capitol and ABC at the top of the hour. They're, they're, you know, I can depend on them to really lay it out there on the left wing. Voted 252 to 175. Each party would select five commissioners. Again, it's all about the midterms, 2024. I got a question for you, Democrats. When are you going to form the BLM Antifa Riot Commission? We all went through last summer with buildings burning, private property being stolen, TVs being taken from stores, people being shot and killed, people being pummeled with rocks, San Antonio police officers getting hit in the head with bottles of urine. A an independent force having to take their own weaponry down to protect and defend the Alamo so it wasn't burned to the ground by BLM and Antifa activists. So you want a January 6th commission? When are you going to form the BLM Antifa riot commission? I got a feeling that one will never happen. What do you think? Back five, fifty-six, fifty-six. 
Hey, this is Sean Rima. Get more of KTSA every day at Facebook, Twitter, and online at KTSA.com. Stay connected. On this vote, the yeas are 252, the nays are 175. The bill is passed. Hey, I got a question for you, Nance. It's uh, 537 now. Trey Ware, 550 KTSA FM 1071. This is KTSA Morning News. Thanks for listening. We get you the news. I comment on the news briefly, and we keep going. We keep the momentum going here. I just got a question for you, Nancy Pelosi. Why are you keeping a mask thing going on in Congress? It, do the vaccines work or not? Do they or not? If they work, take the mask off. If they don't work, then tell us that. Tell level with the American people and say, you know, this has been a, a the vaccine thing has been a hoax. That's why we're we're wearing masks. But if you're if you're vaccinated, Nance, you don't have to wear a mask. Okay, you're not going to hurt yourself or anybody else. It's not going to happen. Take the mask off if it works. If the vaccine works, the, you know, I'm just sick and tired of political theater. It it is just absolutely 100 percent destructive to who we are as a nation for this political theater to 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 keep after it and that's all this is it's much bs pelosi and you know it and somebody needs to get in her face and tell her that republicans grow a freaking pair please please grow a pair we are so sick and tired of democrat socialist nut jobs like nancy pelosi running over the rest of us we elect you to stand up to them and push back and push back hard. Now get after it. This is ridiculous. Well, House Intel Republicans say significant circumstantial evidence exists for COVID Wuhan lab leak. Republicans on the House Intelligence Committee say there is significant circumstantial evidence that the COVID-19 outbreak stemmed from a leak at the Wuhan Institute for Virology. And they are urging the federal government to put more pressure on China. <laughs> okay. Who's the top of the federal government right now? Joe Biden. What's his son doing right now? He's doing business with China. Joe is not going to pressure China. Told you yesterday, Joe's got a deal with China to make sure he hands over our entire energy sector to China because they're mining lithium and copper and nickel, all the stuff that we have to have for Joe's future energy economy. He's giving them the energy business from the United States of America. Oh, what a sweet deal that is, huh? China's history of research lab leaks resulting in infections and warnings from U.S. diplomats in China as early as 2017 that the Wuhan lab was conducting dangerous research. Here, if you want to, if you really want to do something today, Republicans, here's what you do, big boy. You holler at Anthony Fauci and Ron Klain, okay, Ron Klain. Ron Klain's the right-hand man to Joe Biden. Ron Klain's doing a lot of what you see on television. He's the one that is behind, he's, he's one of the puppeteers, right? So you holler at Ron Klain and you holler at Anthony Fauci and you say, I'm putting you under oath at noon today. Noon today, you're going to be under oath. And you ask them about gain-of-function research that the United States funded. You ask both of them about that while they're sitting there together without counsel. You ask them about that under oath. And if they lie to you because it's easy to find out if they're lying, the documentation exists, you haul them off to jail for, for perjury. You do it. Do it, Republicans. Stand up. Because here's what we know. That back in the Obama years, there was a meeting between these two, between Anthony Fauci and Ron Klain, after Obama said we need to stop this gain, gain of function stuff, which is where they would take viruses out of animals and see if they could inject them into humans to kill humans, basically. That's gain of function. Can we gain a function out of this virus? And that's what is suspected to have happened in the Wuhan lab. 
And then it spread all over the world, and look at our lives. So I would ask Ron Klain and Anthony Fauci under oath today. Don't give them days to prepare. Don't give them days to come up with their lie, to formulate their lie. Just walk in today and go, hey, noon today, buddy, on your lunch hour, we got some questions for you under oath right down the street. And ask them. Ask them what they know about gain of function. Ask them about American taxpayers paying for gain of function and all that kind of stuff. What is this Don Morgan, a popular Boston radio host who's been on the air for four decades, has quit now because the station told him to stop making jokes about Demi Lovato? She said she's non-binary. You know, she came out with that about a month or so ago. And uh, Maddie, is it Seagal or, uh, or Siegel? Seagal. All right. Hosting the morning show on WXKS-FM. Uh, until yesterday, when he yanked himself off the air, as you wrote it, uh, before stepping from the mic, he went on a rant about Lovato's decision to identify as non-binary, which means I'll have sex with anybody. Is that what that means? I, maybe. <laughs> it's just not boys, right? Right. Okay. I, I, I just don't think she identifies, you know, if she wants to, you know, I don't think it just relates to... Her sexual activity i think it's just her attitude in general <laughs> so she's more confused she has more things she's confused about other than just sex okay right. yeah you know and, and, <laughs> and you know if one day she wakes up and feels like being a man sit around the house in her underwear and watch sports more uh, power to her well yeah sure <laughs> how about it she's still a girl but you can act like a man you can certainly right. grab some Grab some boxer shorts and sure. a beater T-shirt and sit down and watch the Cubs game. I really don't care. But you're still a girl, Demi. You still are. Um, the disc jockey says that after joking about the situation, his bosses told him to shut up, Matt. Stop talking. He got the hotline call. The red, oh, did he the really? Red phone rang. See, man, that's the thing. Those red phones. We don't have one. No. And uh, we, we wouldn't live with one because that's just. Now, I used to tell uh, program directors, and when I was a program director, I respected this. You can talk to me before or after the show. But that's it. Don't mess with me while I'm trying to do my show. Leave me alone. We had a program director one time here that my dad was doing afternoons and I was doing evenings right after my dad. And he took in after my dad. He wanted just to give him a hell of a time every day. So uh, dad told him, I'll see you at 6 when I get off the air. He kept telling me that. You know, people got to understand. Most people listening understand who my dad was, right? But, uh, you know, he'd tell him at 6 o'clock I'll see you or see me tomorrow before I go on. But leave me alone while I'm on the air. And the guy kept coming in and badgering him. And he was one of those guys remember pig vomit right remember him he was like that ktsa and my dad didn't talk that way you know he talked like a regular guy so he wouldn't say ktsa and uh you know so the guy walked in the studio one day and i was standing in there getting my stuff together and uh he said ricky i told you to say ktsa and dad said i told you to leave me to hell alone and he reached over and grabbed his headphones and left got in his truck and left the station in the middle of the show songs playing and that pd said well you, you go on and finish your dad's show i said i'm not gonna finish his show you finish it you ran him out of here i'm gonna go back to my office <laughs> i'll be back um, here collecting my thoughts thank you very that's much it. that's it uh, next day pd was gone ricky was back you know it's just a, a deal so anyway well, this guy's I mean, 71 didn't, he didn't uh, he didn't learn the old adage you gotta pick your battles <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, well, yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> that wrong, pick your that was a wrong fight to pick. Right there. That's exactly right. Exactly. So anyway, uh, he jokes about Donald Trump. He's trying to be funny. This guy up in uh, Boston, the Boston Globe, everything's going to be fine. So what's the deal? Is the dude working or not? Is he out? Well, that, you know, I, I can't help but think that it was all a big stunt. Oh, you know? I hate those. Right. But, oh, you know, I hate those. I heard the audio of it yesterday. And it, you know, yeah. it sounded legit, but you know, Maddie's been at this a long time, and, okay. Uh, so you know, you know, he knows how to pull it off. <sighs> but I, you know, I can only imagine he did get the phone call, and yeah. uh, you know, walked off. Yeah, he'll be back. Well, you know, stunts—they ruin your credibility. I will never do anything like that here because I, I, I want my credibility to mean something. I want my name and my voice to mean something. So, right. you know, you're not gonna—I'm not gonna walk in one day with pink hair and say, "Okay, now I'm a girl and I'm gonna do the show as a girl sitting on Don's lap." I'm not gonna do that. It's not gonna happen. I'm, I well, am. Who, depends on how much what you, you pay me. Like that well, yeah, on <laughs> how much you gonna pay me? <laughs> hey, listen. While I have you, and I'm gonna let you go because we got to right. take a break. But while I have you, you posted these pictures of your new home studio that Georgia built you. That's awesome. That's right. an awesome, awesome studio. Yeah, I like it. So uh, we have people who uh, it's a home studio that he just built. And are, are you going to be doing your news from there, or what's, what's your future plan with that? I have no idea. It was just okay. something that we had talked about a while okay. ago. You know, I used to have, we all had a studio at home at one point. Sure. But when, when, my, when my kids, you know, we started having kids years ago, I just kind of sold it piece by piece because I just didn't have time to do right. it anymore. And plus, they kept breaking stuff. So, <laughs> yeah. you know, I just got, got rid of it. And then I was talking about it one day. And then, you know, my birthday was two weeks ago. And, mm-hmm. uh, and she had conspired with my friend Tony. And he showed up with his big pile of equipment. Like what? Wow. The, what the hell is that? He's like, "Happy birthday!" Yeah. Wow, that I'm is like, well, awesome. You gonna, you gonna hook this up? Nope, it's up to you. <laughs> <laughs> red to red, buddy. Yeah. Red to red. Well, it works so, because I, you know, I put the headphones on, and of course, you know, I get feedback so loud. It well, there made, you go. It made my nose run. So you know what's yeah, working well, that's, when that happens. That's that is the key right there. Well, good for you. It looks really professional and nice. And anybody who's listening that needs commercial work done, he's the voice. So if you need something recorded that's a commercial, you guys in the agency biz, or you guys who have a car dealership, or you got a restaurant, you want a smooth, great, mellow voice to do it, this is your man right here. You can send him an email, and he'll take care of it. All right, quick break. Let's uh, do a break here. Come back on the other side. States are reimposing work requirements. I want to tell you about that. And, of course, more about Lori Lightfoot. Isn't she a thrill a minute? And my video today, I want you to check that out. It's non-political, but it has to do with a contemporary news story that's kind of out there. And I, I just, I'm curious what you think about it. We'll do the Roofing Newsmaker Hotline. Hey, by the way, we're taking your pledge calls right now to say the Pledge of Allegiance. And thanks to Stevens for sponsoring it. 210-599-5555. Give us a call. Say the pledge. If you want to record it and send it to me, or send it to Chris. Either way is just fine. Uh, in fact, a lady recorded one yesterday, and she's going into the uh, uh, into the rotation, and so we'll be able to, you know, have her. Uh, Lisa is her name, and uh, she just wanted to thank us for the uh, opportunity to participate and say the pledge. She recorded it on her phone and emailed it to me. Trey at ktsa dot com. Trey at ktsa dot com. Trey at ktsa dot com. Uh, record it anytime you want. Record the whole class. Record your kiddos. I, it'd just be wonderful to have everybody doing it, all right? Appreciate it very much. So my video today on the Trey Ware page, KTSA.com. You know, we're all doing these now, just having a good time with it. Just having fun. A little extra content for you to check out. That's all. 
Um, sometimes it's politics. Sometimes it's not. It's just whatever, whatever. It's just whatever crosses our heads at the moment, right? And uh, mine today was about this UFO report that is scheduled to come out June 1st. If you grew up and you're my age, I'm in 57 now. If you're my age, you grew up in a time when your parents talked about seeing them. When it was on the TV, it was in the movies. And then we grew up in the era of all the great movies, the the epic movies, the Star Wars movies, and Star Trek, and all of those things were going on at that time, and wondering what was going on out there. And, and, and we grew up at the time when they were going, when, when we actually watched them on television, leave, man, left. From John Glenn to, uh, you know, Ed White and the rest of them that actually left Earth and went out there. And some of them came back and reported seeing something. <laughs> we saw something. And if you really seriously talked about it, you were, you know, you were deranged, you were crazy, you got a tinfoil hat you wear at night. Now, talk about Art Bell, who was a pioneer in radio. Art did an, an online show called Coast to Coast, and he was. He was brilliant at on-air theatrics, but he was also brilliant in the area of the unexplained and talking about the unexplained. And people used to say, well, it's just a nut job show, and he's a nut job. I never said that about him. I never said that about him because now we're catching up to him. <laughs> There's something that that they're watching. They don't know what it is. They have no idea. But they've been watching things now for decades not just now but for decades and these things have been getting close to our defense apparatus our military apparatus in fact at one point they froze some missiles in montana no kidding this is not sci-fi fiction they froze missiles in montana well at least they believe they did because they saw them hovering over there and the missiles went down went dark and then when they left the missiles came back online so I cover this in the video, but also the reason I have it on the KTSA Facebook and my Facebook page both is I want to read your comments. Do you think it's aliens from another world? Do you think it's also from another world or another dimension? Do you think it might be of this world, but somebody on this world has more technology than we do? Maybe even somebody under the sea, because these things are going in and out of the sea. What do you think? Uh, so Henry Cuellar is exactly 100% correct on that. Chris, can we play that entire sound? I just want everybody to understand what that little snippet was a part of. So it's graduation time, right? And the presidents always go out and they give these graduation speeches. So Joe Biden goes to give a speech yesterday to the Coast Guards, Coast Guards men and women who are going to be graduating. And uh, as he's ready to give the speech, of course, Joe is a plagiarizer, right? He's been guilty of plagiarism his entire life i think his whole life is is just a ripoff i do i really do in fact in, when he was running for president in 1988 that's how many times he's been running he started running in 1980 82 83 84 when he got to 88 he had to actually quit because of plagiarism he got caught he's a plagiarer so yesterday he goes to speak to the coast guard he's 78 he's in his first year of his first term at 78 Ronald Reagan was in his last term, his last year at 77 years old. Well, Ronald Reagan went to speak at the Coast Guard. And you'll hear the difference in reaction and how you're supposed to deliver a line and how you flub a line even when you're stealing it. He, couldn't, he still couldn't get it right. So listen to this. My Coast Guard aides have been excellent. One of them taught me that, and I quote, the Coast Guard is that hard nucleus about which the Navy forms in time of war. 
Now listen to this one. I can only assume that you will enjoy educating your family about how the Coast Guard is, quote, the hard nucleus around the Navy forms in times of war. You are a quiet, you're a really dull class. <laughs> no, Joe, they're just not into you. <laughs> they're just not into you, and neither is the rest Neither is the rest of the country. We're just not into you, Joe. Okay, real quick on, on the video today, it's non-political. It's on the Treyware page, ktsa.com. And it's also, you can get there through my Facebook and the KTSA Facebook. Rodney says, and this is why I put it on there, because I love to read your comments, especially on something like this. It's about that UFO report. And in the video, just re watch the video real quick, and then you can comment. But in the video, I talk about how I think the media is kind of setting us up for one of two things here or media and the government right the reports coming out june 1st are the, so they say and uh, you know i'll believe it when i see it they may yank it uh, at the last minute i don't know we'll see but anyway um they they're releasing and kind of uh, you know uh, leaking out some of these videos of these things that are flying in and out of water real fast and that's why i say you know maybe it's undersea i don't know but you hit the water that fast you're going to die and, and whatever you're in is going to break apart, right? But these things aren't. Whatever it is, they know they, they see something. So the media is either setting us up for something really huge, and they're trying to get our brains right for, hey, this is big stuff, man. You better get your head on right, because this is going to be pretty shocking. Or they're setting the bar so high that whatever comes out is going to seem like a, oh, okay, well, that's no big deal. Ah, we can handle that. Anyway, it's all in video today. Rodney says, I have a hunch. It's dimensional and biblical. Rodney, that would not surprise me at all. Jesus said, you'll see signs in the heavens. Maybe so. Debbie says, President Trump wanted it to be released, so it has to be something good. Paul says, can't wait to hear what it says, though I'll take it with a grain of salt, because it is from the government. Watch the video and comment, please, because I love that. I love it when you comment. Lori Lightfoot, she is the mayor of Chicago, she's a radical nut job. A couple of days ago, several days ago, I told you that she's no longer accepting media requests from white people. Just because you're white, she won't talk to you if you're in the media. She'll only, in her words, I'll only talk to black people and brown people in the media. I won't. I will no longer talk to white people in the media. So a Hispanic journalist canceled an interview that he had coming up with her because he said, I, you know, I'm going to stand with my my brothers and sisters here. This is ridiculous. So Lori, Light, uh, Lori Lightfoot writes uh, an email or a letter about this. It's a two-page letter to the media. By the way, she's the first black woman as well as the first openly gay mayor in Chicago's history, praising that fact saying that, don't you know who I am? I'm the first black woman gay mayor of Chicago, and I'm breaking barriers. And then she went after media organizations in Chicago for not adequately addressing institutionalized racism in the media. Yes, not only is America systemically racist, but so is the media in Chicago, because you have whites there. No whites should be in the media. Her decision only to speak to black and brown reporters, she said, was part of her lifelong battle to fight for diversity and inclusion. You realize that she's doing exactly the opposite, right? <laughs> she says she's fighting for diversity and inclusion while excluding people based on their skin color. You understand what's happening here, right? Okay, good. You got it.
She said, in looking at the absence of diversity across the city hall press corps, I wonder if she calls it corpse. <laughs> I don't know. At press corps and other newsrooms, sadly, it does not appear that many of the media institutions in Chicago have caught on and they truly have not embraced this moment. It's a moment in time we all must embrace. Oh, good Lord. I've been struck since my first day on the campaign trail way back in 2018 by the overwhelming whiteness and maleness of Chicago media outlets, editorial boards, the political press corps, and yes, the city hall press corps specifically. She's calling it unacceptable that there are white reporters. She says it's unacceptable that there are white reporters. Many of them are smart, many of the white ones are smart and hard-working, savvy and skilled, but mostly white nonetheless. And then she lectured the Chicago media leadership to evolve and diversify. So now they have banned white reporters from speaking with her, and she's got new rules, just like Dua Lipa. She has new rules, too. She ordered the media outlets to hire more women of color at their outlets. (laughs) <laughs> you you did what? And then if an outlet only had a white reporter covering City Hall, she says, make sure that there's a person of color working with them, too. Now, how about, now I'm behind on a break, but how about right now, before we take the break, let's just do a little exercise, shall we? Let's turn it upside down. First time a white male straight has been voted in to the mayor's office in Chicago. And he says, there's institutional racism here. We have way too many black and brown reporters. We need some white reporters. So I'm only going to speak to white reporters now. That's all I'm going to speak to. I'm not going to speak to black and brown reporters anymore. And he reports and says in his letter to the press corps, In looking at the absence of diversity across the City Hall press corps and the other newsrooms, sadly it does not appear that you guys have caught on. I've truly been struck since my first day on the campaign trail back in 2018 by the overwhelming blackness and brownness and femaleness of the Chicago media. It's unacceptable. Many of the blacks and browns are smart and hardworking. They're savvy and skilled, but they're mostly black and brown nonetheless. So I want you to evolve and diversify and get some whites. I'm not going to talk to anybody other than the whites. I've got a new rule. Just like Hank Williams Jr., I've got a new rule. I'm ordering you to hire more men who are white. And if you only have black or brown reporters covering City Hall, make sure you have a white reporter with them. What do you think would happen with Alan if that were to be the case? Think anybody like on ABC or CNN talk about that for a minute? You think they'd bring that one up? Back in a minute, Trey Ware, KTSA, from a friend's over at Stevens Roofing. Stevens Roofing. Well, you know, I, I coined this little phrase, Stevens Roofing has your family covered. Because that is the point of Stevens Roofing, is to make sure that your family's head and home is covered with the best when it comes to roofing. And they'll do that with a free roof inspection right now. And since today we're going to have a pretty decent day without any rain, today's a good day to call Stevens Roofing and get on their schedule to get them to get out to your home and do that free roof inspection. Let me tell you something. What happens many, many times, people have a leak of some kind. They don't even know it. It's up in the attic or it might be somewhere else, and it's leaking in the walls. 
and you don't know it till you have thousands of dollars in damage. Don't get there. Have Stevens do that roofing inspection for you. And if you need a new roof or you need repair to your roof, they're the ones to do it because Stevens Roofing is local and they have your family covered at 210-785-0994. Accurate the forecast looks much better today. We're going to see even probably some breaks of sun through the clouds today. Warmer this afternoon should be about 83. Tonight, mostly cloudy, 69. Tomorrow, more clouds, more humidity back in the picture, and even a shower around here and there in 81. Same thing on Saturday, mostly cloudy, humid. A shower around on Saturday. Won't be a washout, but there'll be rain around. Indeed.com slash credit. Hey, this is David Van Camp, and you're listening to News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Stay connected. Well, Cher is 75 today. And she's announcing that she's that they're going to do a biopic or a myopic or a, an opic of her life. <laughs> and the producers that are going to do it and write it are the same ones that did the Mamma Mia thing. So it's going to be one of those dance, you know, dance, sing things, musical kind of thing like they did on uh, Elton John. I can't wait. I'm super excited. I, uh, I'll be looking forward to that. This is a big, big story. And we're going to dive into this story deeper and deeper as time goes on because it's going to affect you if you're going to attempt to buy a vehicle anytime in the next couple of years. That's right. I said couple of years. April and Sarah uh, bought a couple of vehicles from them. She's great. Her daddy is one of the greatest guys around, good conservative man. Posted not that long ago, sorry that our inventory is down, guys. And that the used inventory is down because there's demand on the used inventory now. But the semiconductor chip problem is is wreaking havoc with car manufacturers, of, of all manufacturers, all, of all manufacturers. And uh, they're playing a heck of a time trying to build cars and trucks because they all rely on semiconductors, the chip, little chip. They run off of that. So that's what operates the whole thing. Uh, very little of your vehicle today, if you own a modern vehicle, very little of it is actually mechanical. Did you know that? Most of it is computerized. The old days of cables, you know, being underneath your right foot to operate the gas that pulled down on the carburetor float valve that opened the car, those days are gone, man. Those pedals and that shifter is nothing more than like a button on a computer hitting the inner key. Did you know that? The the old days of shifting and using a clutch and all that kind of stuff, nobody knows how to do that anymore. Those are buttons, just like on a computer. They, they, They look like shifter knobs, and they look like pedals, because that's what you're used to. That's what you're accustomed to. They just put a button there. And, in fact, the new vehicles don't even have to shift or lever anymore. They're putting that little twisty thing, just dial. It's got a dial, like a radio dial. Dial it to D to drive. All you're doing is pushing a button, like on a computer. So they all need semiconductor chips, and there's a huge shortage of semiconductor chips, so they're all in trouble. And Ford announced yesterday, who? Flat Rock, Michigan, closing it down for now. These are all temporary closers. Dearborn, Michigan, closing it down. Hermosillo, Mexico, closing it down. Louisville, Kentucky, closing it down. Oakville, Canada, closing it down. Ohio, closing it down. And the CEO at Ford says we're looking at Probably now these plants hopefully will be open before that, but before it's actually a solved issue, 2022. So what that's doing is with it taking that much new inventory off the market, right? 
It's putting pressure on the used inventory like crazy. So what's happening with used car prices? Through the roof, baby. Through the roof. If you own a car right now and you can walk to work or, you know, getting around, or you can bicycle or whatever, you can make a mint off of your used car right now. You can make a mint off selling it. Because everybody's looking for them because new inventory is not being produced by and large right now. It's a big, big story. So Elaine is working on securing us some interviews in that field. We want to talk to the head of Toyota. We want to talk to the head of Ford. We want to talk to these guys and say, okay, give us some projections. Give us some ideas. Tell us where this is going and, and how far out you're going to be on new inventory with them shutting down their plants. Again, again Ford said these, these plants closures are temporary but who knows what that means what does temporary mean is temporary 10 minutes or is temporary 10 years i don't know what that means we need to find this out it's a big big story so if you're looking at buying a vehicle in the next couple of years get ready to go to the bank well like everything else you want to buy a brisket for this weekend you're gonna to have to go to the bank so anyway big deal Big, big story, and I just wanted you to know about it. We'll take a quick break for Captain Don Morgan in the news. When we come back on the other side, work requirements to get freebies from the government. LAPD is investigating anti-Semitism. Sounds like Nazi Germany from the 1930s is in L.A. I will explain. By SanAntonio.com. San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Increasingly. We're seeing those rules challenged, both by the rapid advance of technology and the disruptive actions of nations like China and Russia. Okay, a qu- couple of quick things here. 637-550-KTSA-FM-1071. Trayware page, KTSA.com, where my UFO video is up today. Watch it and comment. I want to read all your comments, and I've been doing that on the air as you've been uh, as you've been responding to what I say in the video. Um Okay, just a, a couple of more comments about the uh, semiconductor chip issue from last half hour when I was talking about how Ford has shuttered some plants at least for I don't know how long. They don't know how long uh, that they've had to close these plants because no semiconductor chips, and that means they can't build their vehicles. And that's true across the board. All vehicles now are nothing more than a computer. There's very little mechanical in your vehicle. And I know this is true with, say, my motorcycle. I sit on top of a computer on my motorcycle. And when I uh, go to the throttle, the right-hand wrist on the motorcycle, there's no wire there that's pulling a cable like it used to be back in the old days. It's computerized. That's a, that's a button. That throttle that I'm twisting on is just like a button on your computer. Okay, so I explained all that in the last half hour, how the pedals in your car and the shifter in your car, if you have a modern car, that's nothing more than a button. I want you to envision that as a button on a computer. All you're doing is hitting enter, okay? You're giving the car a command, and you're hitting enter. Well, there's none of these chips being made right now. Uh, and so all these manufacturers got shortages, and now they're relying on used vehicles. The dealers are, are relying on used vehicles, which is driving the price of used vehicles uh, sky high. So that's what's going on. Uh, everything in our lives are a computer. So I want you to think about that. From the phone that you're looking at right now to the laptop that's sitting on your desk right now, everything it relies on semiconductor chips and computerized parts and all of that. This was one of the huge mistakes of our country in turning this over, turning the manufacturing of this over to China 
and to Taiwan. And we were on the right track with Donald Trump to start bringing all of that manufacturing back here. He was working us in that direction to bring all that manufacturing back here, including the manufacturing of medicines. Do you know that if you are taking medicines right now, I don't know what you're taking, but I can almost lay a bet on the table here and win the bet that it came from China. I can almost win the bet, I'll bet you, that the fentanyl that has flooded America in the first four months of this year, the numbers that we're hearing in the news, came from China. It was manufactured in China and came here through the cartels and everything else. Um, China could just say to America, I'll, I'll tell you what we're going to do. I'll tell you what we're going to do. You do what we tell you to do, or we're just going to cut off the supply of blood pressure medicine. And watch how quick people start exploding. And when that starts happening, boom. We'll do whatever China says. This is the issue with us not making anything in our country anymore. We're not making stuff here. We're consumers, not manufacturers here. We're consumers. We need to stop that, and we got to get back to a manufacturing base. I told you yesterday that for this economy that uh, Joe Biden is trying to set up, we would be completely dependent on China because they're still mining copper and, and lithium and cadmium and all of those things that you need for batteries and what have you. If you're going to make electric vehicles, it's all mined in China. It's not mined here anymore. Okay. So we need to get smart about this. Donald Trump was smart about that. He was heading us in the right direction. We were going to bring manufacturing back here, and now he. Biden is the Biden cabal or whoever they are. They're sending it to Russia and they're sending it to, to they're sending our gas, you know, uh, we'll be relying on Russia for our oil and gas. We're going to be relying on, relying on China for everything else. So, all right, that's the first thing. Second thing is I rarely uh, talk about two things on the show. I rarely talk about because they're heartbreaking for this time of day. I, 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 Sean can talk about them and Jack can talk about them this afternoon, but I rarely talk about either child or animal crime. Right, child crime or animal cruelty. I try to stay away from those topics as much as I can because you know it's breakfast and you've got the kids in the car and you're taking them to school and whatever. So I, I you know, I'm, I'm very cognizant of those kinds of things. Not that I'm whistling past the graveyard. I'm just kind of smart about these things and and what should be talked about in certain day parts. But this one I can't go by. That's this video out of Dallas of this guy that went into that house and uh, took that four-year-old boy, that twin boy. Uh, that video is absolutely stunning and heartbreaking. It is unbelievable. Uh, just if, if you don't know the story, uh, these two boys, four years old, they were twins, were staying with the ex-girlfriend of dad, the biological father. They were separated, okay? The dad was dating this woman. They separated, but she kept his boys. Got it. Don't not clear on biological mom and how she fits into the picture yet. Not clear on all that. So she had the boys that were not hers biologically. She's watching after him, caring for them. All right. For whatever reason, this dude is uh, eighteen. Apparently, comes into the house in the video. She had a camera set up in that room. Comes in the house in the middle of the night, hovers over the bed, kind of like he's having second thoughts about this because he's kind of walking around in circles like he's thinking about this and i'm not sure do i do this or not you know blah 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 which made me immediately when i saw that the first thing i thought was he's doing this because somebody wants him to right that's the first thing i thought i thought 
he's got orders, or he's getting paid, or you know, I don't know. But I, this just—it looks like he got there and said, "I'm, I'm not too sure. I'm going to carry on with this. Let me, uh, let me think about it. Let me think." And then he, at the last minute. Reaches down and rushes out with that boy, and the boy was found an hour and a half later by a jogger, dead, stabbed to death in the street. Okay. I won't get into the gory details, but he's dead, stabbed in the street. Then the video shows the dude come back at sunrise and try to get the other boy, but the other boy had already gotten out of bed and left. So he left. And then, and this is all alleged, right, with this guy. They have him under arrest now, and they're holding him. He's a, the alleged perpetrator. But, I mean, there's video. He he looks like he's the right guy on the video to me, okay? When I saw the video, I went, oh, yeah, that's they got their, they got their man. But, you know, it's still alleged. It has to be proven in court. But then, um, come to find out in the news last night that some way or another, the guy who's the alleged abductor is connected with the caregiver's son somehow. I don't know the relationship. I'm not sure that the police know the relationship. But there's some sort of relationship there with the woman who was rendering the care that was not the biological mom, the ex-girlfriend of the biological father. I know that's a, you know, it's all muddy and confused and all that stuff, but that video is absolutely one of the most chilling things I've ever seen. The dude walking into the room like that. I, I, it, and here was the other thing that struck me when, when I told you about the part like he, he he had been put up to it or somebody said something. I don't know. I don't know if that's right or not. I don't know. It's just a presumption on my part. But the back door was left open, unlocked and open, and he just came in the back door. So really weird stuff. Anyway, I'm sure there's more to come on that. And uh, like I said, I, I, I don't talk usually about uh, child crime. You know, when when children are victims or uh, animal cruelty type stuff, this time of day. But that that's just an overwhelming and and compelling case. So, I'm gonna tell you about my friends over at Car Zeus, CarZeus dot com. They want to buy your car or truck if you're ready and willing and able to sell your car or truck. They want to be the purchaser, and they're ready to be the purchaser. And they can be the purchaser, and you can be the seller even as of today. In fact, at CarZeus, they don't have anything to sell, so there's nobody on commission over there trying to sell you something now that's why they don't jabber you that's why they don't give you a hard time about it you log on and give a description of your vehicle they get you uh, a uh, an offer which is free and there's no obligation so you're not committing to selling to them if you if you look at that offer and then you can do it today they can actually make you a deal today and they can deliver the check today and they can pick up your your vehicle today or if you want to wait a day or two that's fine that's fine too C-A-R-Z-E-U-S. Log on today and get your free no-obligation offer on your vehicle. Stevens Roofing Newsmaker Hotline. So let me tell you about Lisa real quick. She sent me an email says, uh, Hi, Trey. Here's my version of the uh, Pledge of Allegiance. I recorded it in GarageBand because I thought it sounded better than a recording on my phone. This is such a good idea that you guys have to do this. I thank you for the opportunity to participate. So she recorded this and emailed it to me yesterday, Trey at KTSA.com, Trey at KTSA.com. Thank you, Lisa, for doing that. If you'd like to do that, please do. We want to put you in the rotation. We want you to say the Pledge of Allegiance and thanks to Stevens Roofing. Now, you can either call us right now and uh, we can record you now or you can record it on your phone and send it to me, Trey at KTSA.com. We'll take it from there. Uh, now, back, just want to say something that Chris and I were talking about a second ago uh, about this guy who broke in or went into that home uh, and, and took that boy out and the boy is dead. Um, 
couple of things about that that Chris was mentioning, and I had observed that too, and I wanted to mention that to you. When he picked a boy up, he holds the boy at arm's length away from him with the boy's face facing away, like he didn't want to look at the boy's face, and he didn't want any personal contact with him. Right, So it's not like he was taking him for something sexual and then he killed him or something like that, like we hear happens. He he just like was told or something to get the kid out of there, and he held the kid up away from him and facing away from him and walked out. The other one was sleeping on his back, and he couldn't do that. That's why he didn't go for the other one. The other one was sleeping on his back. The other thing is people have been talking about, well, he has mental issues and he didn't know what he was doing. And, of course, that's a defense being set up already, you know, insanity plea and all that kind of stuff. Now, if you read his body language when he's hovering over the bed, he knew he was doing something he shouldn't be doing because he thought about it and he reached down. He got stood back and he circled around and he thought about it again. He reached down. He knew he shouldn't be doing what he was doing. He had many, many, more than second thoughts. So, all right, if Donald Trump inspired January 6th, isn't Rashida Tlaib and Ilhan Omar and AOC, aren't they inspiring the attacks on the Jews in America right now? So they all say Donald Trump inspired the attack on the Capitol January 6th. They're forming a commission. I don't think it's going to get done because the senators aren't going to pick it up. My, my question, first, first thing I'm going to say about this commission this January 6th commission that the House voted to form yesterday, when are you going to form a commission to look at BLM and Antifa and the riots of last summer? How many buildings and how many businesses were decimated and burned down? How much property was stolen and how many people died in those riots last year? When are you going to form that commission, Congress? Of course you're not going to. Of course you're not going to. This is nothing but a political hit job on 2022, on 2024. This is the Democrats with another political hit job. Republicans grow a pair and shove back. I'm talking about in Congress. Do what we elect you to do. Go stand up for conservatives and Americans out here and grow a pair and say, hell no, you're not going to do this. We're not playing this game anymore. Good God, man. Y'all quit playing politics. Get real. But if Donald Trump inspired January 6th and what happened at the Capitol January 6th, then Rashida Tlaib and Ilhan Omar and AOC are inspiring these attacks on Jews in America. In Los Angeles, the police out there investigating attacks on Jewish men as hate crimes, caravan-waving pro-Palestinian flags are driving through the streets of Los Angeles, hunting down these uh, Jewish men and physically attacking, attacking them and beating them. They're going up to people at restaurants in L.A. and they're saying, who in here is Jewish? And they're taking, dragging them out in the streets and beating them. Now, first, first observation about that is, that sounds like 1930s Germany, does it not? That sounds like the Nazis. That's exactly what the Nazis did. They're breaking their businesses. There's broken glass that's injuring people. That's Kristallnacht. That's what that is. Study study your history. That's Kristallnacht. They're doing this in Los Angeles, and the police are investigating as hate crime. Of course it's hate crime. 100% hate crime. They're going into restaurants, and they're saying, who here is Jewish? Then they're grabbing them and dragging them out of the streets and beating them. That's what the Nazis did in 1930. So the Nazis are alive and well, and they're in Los Angeles. This has also happened, by the way, in New York, New York and Los Angeles. This has happened in both of those. So 1930s Germany has come to America, folks. It was only a matter of time because the fascists are everywhere. So the Nazis are here. 
But if you're going to say that Donald Trump inspired what happened on January 6th up at the Capitol, then I say, in my view, this rhetoric of apartheid and, and, and how the Jews don't, don't need to exist and how they need to be exterminated, all this rhetoric that we're hearing, well, then whoever's spreading that rhetoric, whoever's, whoever's talking that talk, they're responsible if Donald Trump's responsible for January 6th. And I point to Rashida Tlaib and AOC and Ilhan Omar and all these that have had terrible things to say about Israel and the Jewish people. So that's where we are. Back in a minute with Warren Ryman coming up.